Welcome to the GNA podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Yes, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. I would like to introduce my, my good friend, Wato. Wato, how are you doing tonight? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I, I, I'm having a good time. I got more slave and, uh, you know, fuck Ani. Ani can go fuck himself. Yes, I, I must admit that I am upset with Ani and his performance in the last few movies. We also are joined by the article, How Are You Good Sir? Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I slipped into a time warp. When did this become an Old West? I, I don't know, but we are running with it. And we are, we are joined tonight by pot- Potassium Hydroxide. How are you doing tonight, good sir? I'm doing great. That is fantastic to hear. And I I would be Benjamin Buford. Now I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. <laughs> I'm back, bitches. You can't get rid of me. Thought you could. Even D tried. Tried to slip that bacon in there. A little antibiotics too, but ha, I'm here. You can't get rid of me. See, that's where I went wrong. I tried to slip in the sausage. Yep. And all you found out is that I have no gag reflex. True, but it was the best I ever had. Mm-hmm. So welcome, everybody. Let's get on to the most important thing that's happening tonight. What is everybody, uh, well, I say drinking, partaking in? Uh, because, you know, we got some people who uh, can't drink, and we don't want to be prejudiced towards those people. We want those people to feel comfortable. This is a safe place for them. <laughs> so let's crack down the line there. Potassium hydroxide, which I think I might actually call you that all night. <laughs> Are you drinking well. anything with us? Well, now I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but all I'm drinking tonight is water. <laughs> ah, nah, dude, you know, one of us has to actually be the level-headed one. Well, fair enough. Unlike the rest of us, who will be probably pretty fucked up. What about you, Article? What are you partaking in? Anything? Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm already pretty high. <laughs> 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 well, tell us, man. What What is it? Was it sativa? What do, you, what, what do we got? Uh, it is, a, it's a Platinum Valley again, which is, uh, my go-to kind of been the same for the last few weeks. Very nice. Just a good sativa. Good high. Yeah. So are, are we taking bets on if by the end of the episode you're, you're useful and coherent or. Well, if you do, you should bet <laughs> against the idea. <laughs> so it's a forewarning. <laughs> What do I use, Iber Blood Man? What are you doing? Well, I am partaking in Clown Shoes Beers, uh, the Exorcist Dry Hopped Stout. Uh, this thing is way better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, the the flavor is is definitely stout, um, but it's 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 got that sweet earthy loveliness and uh yeah i'm really enjoying it if you ever uh come across it i say give it a try so basically it's an orgasm in a bottle yeah yeah it, it, it's definitely an orgasm in a bottle fucking a, i love it i don't know how the hell i'm gonna follow that i'm, I'm drinking rum it's it's not even good rum it's like it's like off-brand no label rum that i found actually i don't even know where i found it it was just on my counter I think that's where I found it. I hope that's where I found it. Because it was either there or it was in the trunk of my uncle's car. And that would be very bad. Anywho. Drink your random bottle in the back of your uncle's car. 
Yeah, well, it, I knew it was either going to be rum or it was going to be like paint thinner or something. Either way, <laughs> I knew I was going to get pretty fucked up by drinking it. So we're good there. Um, it, it, I, it was the shape of a Ryan nephew's bottle, but uh, definitely didn't smell like it. It smelled more like turpentine than anything else. But I got to say, I'm pretty toasty right now. Pretty toasty. Fair enough. Next uh, next segment, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week, or in my case, it's going to be like fucking three weeks, uh, or we just pontificate on how we feel games are today. Or if there's randomly something you want to insert in there, other than some sausage like Zyber, uh, you can just throw that in too, because, you know, we don't care. We're a bunch of drunks. So let's reverse that one up there. Insert. You bet your ass I just throw it in. <laughs> What's your State of Games there, Zyber? My state of games? Well, um, my state of games is as follows. Uh, Magic the Gathering's uh, Arena, I've been playing a lot of that. I hit into some Tomb Raider. I hit into just a lot of stuff lately. Um, I'm trying my hand at um, Path of the Exiles as well. But mostly uh, been playing Magic the Gathering's Arena. Now that you mentioned that Path of Exile, did the new season for it start yet? Um, I only jumped into it because I had a lot of free stuff handed to me by my Twitch Prime, and I was like, "Well, all right, I'll do it." Fair enough. Maybe we should play together sometime. You play uh the Standard League? I have never played it. Um, other than setting up my profile and going through the little tutorial thing. Well, I can show you the ropes. There we go. Now, I'm now, game. Now you got a trainer. Yeah. What about you, Arco? What's your state of games there, man? Uh, I really have not been playing a whole lot. I've uh, jumped into some Apex a little bit here and there. Other than that, I've just been pretty busy. Um, I did play some Marvel vs. Capcom. Nice. And uh, Yeah, it would have been nice. But uh, Yeah, I think that... People who create fighting games need to understand that there doesn't need to be a storyline. Like, I just want to have a bunch of characters that fight each other. Like, fuck storylines in fighting games. This is the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> it's a hint at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I was going to say, now, like, I'm the exact opposite. I actually love where they're going with storylines in fighting games now. They actually they actually kind of give a, a progression to it that makes you oh, makes it feel on. worthwhile. I don't know about that. They're, like... There's, I think there's a couple instances in which they work, right? I think uh, injustice or whatever. That's that's what I was thinking. That one, I was thinking of that one exactly. Yeah, that makes sense though because it's like superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. But like, does Mortal Kombat really need a fucking storyline? No. Does Marvel versus Capcom need a storyline? Sure, why not? Oh, well, God. okay, so Mortal Kombat always had a storyline. It just was very subdued. You know, it's always been terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Like, like the the movies of Mortal Kombat are not bad, right? They're they're like you could basically say they're practically based on the storylines of Mortal Kombat. They're just not good storylines. So, like, did the original Mortal Kombat games even have a, a storyline to them? Because I don't yeah. remember one. Yeah, well, like, yeah. So- it was always like the big bad guy, right? Uh, Shang Tsung and and. Uh, Goro, right? You couldn't play as those characters, though. Now you can play as all the characters. Mm. Yeah, so the original Mortal Kombat had a storyline of it was the, whatever tournament it was, and Shang Tsung invited everybody there so that he could steal their powers and suck their souls or whatever, or suck them off, one of the two. Or maybe both, I don't know. Maybe it was like a, maybe it was like a package deal. 
did, did they summon up like a giant scroll text and that was just about it? Because I don't remember. Yeah, that that was it. So like the, the story you got was by beating the game and then you read the story of each individual person's ending and that kind of gave you an overarching story of what the hell okay. was happening. So that's why I don't remember because I never beat the game. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat did that for a while where it was like you got all the story from beating the game. Killer Instinct did that too. Like, it would give you a little blurb at the beginning. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck the storyline for Killer Instinct was. I honestly don't remember. I, I had that game, too. I, I played it a lot. I don't know what the fuck the storyline was there. But I didn't care. It was good. It was like the mechanics were good. It was fun, you know? Yeah, like, you remember Time Killers? No. Uh, the game where you could, like, cut people's limbs off and cut their head off. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know it was called that. But, yes, I do remember that. that was, that's been, like, one of my... I'm going to fucking look that up. I, I got to get a hold of that. They're a stupid fun game. And they really yeah. should like they really should bring Time Killers back. God, I forgot all about this fucking game. There was nothing more fun than just like your you and your 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 one of your best buds pop the quarter in and, and you're the guy with Excalibur, you know, the sword, you know, the knight. Yeah. And all of a sudden you just do this one it's like super swing overarching from over your head and you just yell Excalibur and chop his head off in the first three seconds, and he just looks at you with this yeah. utter disdain, just like, you asshole, you just killed me, and now I'm, and now I'm stuck. It reminds me of the days when I was playing like Soldier of Fortune Gold Edition back in like the early 2000s, where you had to turn on the mature gore mode yeah. and sit there and cut off the limbs of the enemies or shoot off the limbs of the enemies you're fighting. Yeah, that's uh, it takes me back. I remember playing that game at my friend's house and it like blew me away. Cause like every time you shot somebody, there was like exit wounds. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So time killers had a very similar storyline. Eternal champions. You remember that game? I do uh, remember eternal champion. I don't think I ever actually played that one though. That was a great game. Oh yeah. I loved game. it. Yeah. They took the fatality portion of it to a completely different level, which I loved. They made it completely dependent on whatever stage you were on of how you could kill somebody. But the basic storyline was that all these like characters throughout time have been lumped in together and now they're fighting each other. And Eternal Champions had one for the Sega CD that I never played and I always wanted to. Hmm. Anywho, potassium hydroxide. What's your state of games, man? My state of games essentially revolving around Black Desert and soon to be uh, Counter-Strike and, of course, uh, Path of Exile, apparently. <laughs> I haven't played that in, uh, I think, about two months. So, let uh, see if they've in, uh, added anything new since I last left. Nice. My city games is actually stupid simple. So, I have been playing uh, almost nothing because my past three weeks have been fucking crazy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes there, buddy. You got us all hot and bothered with what you were saying earlier, and now you just tell us you haven't done shit for gaming. Drop well, the what the so, fuck? So I Way have, to waste of Cialis. So I have been playing a bunch of Sea of Thieves. So Sea of Thieves dropped their anniversary edition update. And I got to say, the additions that they've done to that game, pretty fucking cool. Like, like there's some, some really simple things, like cooking. So before you kill a shark... The shark's dead. You swim away and you're like, ha ha, I'm not dead. I killed the shark. Yay. Now you kill a shark and it drops shark meat, which you can then go up to your boat, throw on a stove and cook. And if you cook it too long, you burn the hell out of it and it's useless. 
if you cook too short, it's raw and you'll eat it and throw up and all this stuff. But if you cook it just right, you get a great, um, a great like buff from it where it will like start healing you a little bit more. Uh, they've also made some really great enhancements to the fighting. So the ship battles now you can actually do damage to uh, like masts and all this other shit. Like you can you can take out the wheel so that they can't steer. You can smack their anchor and make it drop anchor on them. Just really fucking cool. Some of the stuff they've done. So that's pretty wild. It's pretty fun. Uh, I've actually been playing a whole lot of guitar uh, as of late because, uh, yeah, my I, I probably said this before on the show, but back in November, my uncle passed away, and uh, me and my brother went up with the intent to spread his ashes on Mount Slide. Never got there because my brother tore his Achilles tendon, so. We never got up there. You know, we basically sat down and just chilled out in a boot. And uh, so we, we literally just sat around uh, one of my uncle's friend's house and played guitar and bullshit. And that was it. Like, that was all weekend. It was, it was actually a pretty fun weekend. It sounds pretty lame, but it was pretty fun. Um, I had, a, uh, I had like, several orgasms over the, the, just the sheer number of guitars this guy had, not to mention the, the guitars that this guy had. They're just freaking amazing. So I played a lot of guitar, um, and I've been playing a little bit of Strike Force, and that's really been it. But the one thing I want to say, like, I don't know if you've been, you guys have been tracking the legislation that they've been trying to come up with for uh, for video games and loot boxes, but uh, they keep they keep trying to dig that in, and it just keeps getting shut down by lobbyists. And man, I'm just I'm like. I still want to see something good come out of that, but all I see is a bunch of people spinning their wheels and spending a lot of money. Are, are they trying to, what are they trying to, they're trying to like classify loot boxes as what, like gambling? Gambling yeah. and predatory uh, business practices. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they're doing a lot of. They're really just trying to really tackle those and make it so that, you know, you can, you can still have them in games. You just got to mark the game. I think it's adult only. Or eighteen plus, oh, wow. or something like that. Wow. So that's that's where I've I've heard like different things here and there. Like on you know some articles, I've heard uh, to minimize the amount of um, predatory microtransactions, not only in in child's games, but also in in a, a, you know mature content uh, or adult video games as well. So that you know you're not being nickel and dimed, or in the worst cases, like five, ten, thirty bucks for for a costume piece, even for or advantages i don't see why they uh like what would that prove you know well um and that's where studies come in because uh there's various scientific studies that have shown that uh loot boxes and or these pay-to-win uh services they're providing uh, could lead to gambling habits for for younger audiences so yeah and that's the danger of it that's where that's where really the good old the good old slippery slope argument it's that slippery slope like how weed is a gateway drug to like every other drug in the world yeah Yeah. i mean it's fucking true about weed though i know now i smoke weed (laughs) (laughs) bullshit (laughs) well shit man we got well we got one more here blue shark man what's your state of games there guy oh hey guys um so I've uh, really only played Anthem this week. I haven't had a chance to uh, really play any other games, and I uh, I'm still a little disappointed um, about the bugs. It's uh, it's the game's interesting at times, 
I want to get through the story. I want to keep playing it because my buddy bought it for me and I don't want his money to go to waste and I kind of enjoy it. But man, every time I have to quit the game because it's frozen or oh, well. there's oh. an issue or I'm going to get kicked or I jump in and, oh, well, I'm in the social space and I can't hear anything. Oh, great. I got to end the game. Oh, there's the music back. It's... Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that. about this this slippery slope that gaming may go down, where it, we just get oh yeah get shit products. So that, and that's another thing is I actually so with the the legislation that is being introduced, I actually ended up writing the senator who's introducing the bill uh, to his email regarding not only uh, gambling and loot boxes because I I honestly believe that those things should go away. I think it's a, um, a hindrance on the, the market and the, and the consumers. And it's, it doesn't, it doesn't look good for anyone, you know, except for the business, except for the business who turn profit off of gambling and have third party sites like gambling in, in CSGO now, you know, after over the past few years, but there's also another thing that's come out. It's kind of like a, hold a on, scam. hold on. Gwent <laughs> gambling inside of a game. It's pronounced yeah. Gwent. Quint, yeah. But doesn't gambling kind of operate on the notion that you're betting money in the hopes of winning more? So does it really matter if the same <clears throat> endorphins are released based on the reward you get on the outcome? Yeah, it does because endorphins like it's not like we have a bevy of endorphins to intrude to choose from. Those right. could be being released for entirely different reasons. It's a slippery slope when you're spending large quantities of money for... Wait, but the purpose of a slippery slope is that it, it's actually an illogical argument to make, to say that, that this is going to lead to that, is going to lead to that, is going to lead to danger, right? Right. So, like, there, there's no reason... I, I can't think of any, like, logical reason why things would progress into, like, oh, no, now we're all just a bunch of, of terrible gamblers that can't control ourselves. Like, if anything, legislation like that pisses me off because it assumes the it, it, it has to assume the position that people aren't capable of making their own decisions. That that really irritates me about politics or well, more importantly, politicians. I'm OK with them. Like, so if they're putting on it to put make loot boxes go away completely. I'm I'm kind of on the fence about that. I don't personally, I don't like loot boxes. I really do feel that it's just, it's, it's a cheap way or a cheesy way of just keeping money income for the, for the businesses. And I I actually read number boxes though. I not, and this is why, because I've, I'm a lazy fan, right? I'm, I'm like a really lazy fan about like supporting the things I actually like. But when people put like little loot boxes together that are like, Hey, this is like a, a slew of stuff from A to Z of, of things that we find interesting about like, you know, this particular gaming market or, or this particular area of anime or whatever. I think that's fucking cool because then I don't have to go searching high and low for a bunch of cool stuff that I might actually like. I could just buy one of these random boxes. I think we're talking about two different loot boxes. We're talking about in game loot boxes where it's a randomized amount of digital content that you get that you pay real money for. I've never purchased one myself, so I don't see Uh, it as a problem. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, the thing that I find the biggest problem is where you've got it in like an everyone or teen game and like, like, let's just pick on Fortnite for a second. How dare you? Got, <laughs> you've got, you've got all, the, you've got all these people playing Fortnite and a lot of them are kids. 
and they're spending thousands upon thousands. thousands of dollars for these loot boxes. And like, <laughs> how are kids spending thousands though? And I'll get into it. I can get into that. They use their parents' credit card for one. Right. So that's, that's a technically a form of stealing, which is shouldn't be allowed. Right. And you could put protections on those accounts to make sure they're like password protected. So you can't use credit cards and stuff. It, the company, the company has to have to do those. That has to put forth those those systems. Yes, they they do have to have those systems already implemented in games, and typically they don't. And then you have the other problem where some parents aren't up to date on this stuff. Like, yeah, we know about games. Cecil's got a kid, and you know he's up to date on stuff. But some of like my parents, when I played video games, they didn't truly understand all of this stuff. Oh yeah, neither did mine. Well, we all we all probably grew up playing it. You know, we didn't have to worry about this kind of stuff when we were growing up. I didn't have fucking internet probably until I was like twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, we have people that that randomly jump into, or not randomly, but we get randomly matched to in like Halo Three, and some of the shit they said in there wasn't exactly (laughs) something my mother would have right okay with. Yeah, but like the the. You have a, a right to be offended, but that doesn't mean taking you're taking offense is right. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is that parents don't know the full story. Like if they did, they probably would say, oh, no, I'm not going to give you that because you're not going to spend money on this game like that. Yeah, you you, you calling your friends a stupid cunt doesn't work here in this household, son. <laughs> Yeah, like right. my mom would probably be like, I don't want you playing that game because I don't want you listening to that kind of language. I don't want you listening to those kind of people or, you know. Yeah, she... and, I mean, they can control, they can try and control that all they want. But I mean, the, the, when has censorship ever worked? Like, let's be honest. Yeah, but the, the problem is, is that they don't understand it. So they don't understand that in order to play this game to its full extent, I have to do this. They just think that, okay, so I have to buy Xbox Live or oh, my kid just needs stuff in Fortnite because of whatever reason. And they don't truly understand that, no, that's just pointless. It's like asking for a dollar to buy a a toy from the dollar stores. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know what it's like for other people, but I know like when I purchase something like through Xbox Live, the very ending thing that comes up is a very formulaic, um, authentic-looking transaction that you agree Mm -hmm. to, that you have to agree to. So, so I imagine the same is true of a lot of these games. So unfortunately, uh, it, it doesn't exist, especially uh, when you're talking about PC gaming market. Uh, yeah, that I can understand is a problem because you're enticing kids to just push buttons on a controller. They probably don't understand that that's taking money out of accounts. Right. That's a, different, Actually, that's a different argument. But to that, I say, okay, then there needs to be some oversight there. And there needs to be like, a, if, you have, if you have a child's account on your credit card, right then you should authorize the credit card for the one like the one overhanging per like the one umbrella purchase right for the mm-hmm. game or for the uh, xbox live or whatever but then it should be locked barring like a password for all other transactions yeah well, yeah but also let's let's take a look at just parents saying oh well my, my kid wants this i'm just gonna buy it because they've asked for it you know they don't understand the ramifications that of, of what they're actually doing of their of their they're enabling their child to, in essence, gamble. Yet they have that right. But that's the thing is that I think that's what Blue Shark was trying to get at is that they don't know what they're doing. They just think their kid is buying another part of the game. They don't realize that they're enabling their child to actually gamble in this game for some digital prize that they may or may not get. 
Sure, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like they they ignorance has a right to live freely too. It does, but I think I think the fact is is that they have ESRB has a rating. And the rating tells the parent in very simplistic terms, hey, this game is meant for these this age group, or this yeah. game's gonna have blood, or this game's yeah. gonna have it, language. Like, nobody listens to that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, the thing is is that it's there as a way of stating it. And that's that's kind of how my mother bought video games for me. Like, I don't approve of this game because it, it's rated M. Yeah. I would have to haggle and I'd have to explain or give details about anything to get past getting an M-rated game when I wasn't 17. Sure. They don't state on the back of this, these boxes, that, hey, you're about to buy a game where they have a simulated experience, which is like gambling. And that's not a warning given to the consumer, which in the case of children is well, the parent. So they're I ignorant. The, I think the argument still has to be made that it is gambling. I don't think it is. It, it is the equivalent of So if, if oh, you're spending you money, right. So that, that it comes down to, again, just because you win money doesn't mean the process of gambling is any different. That, I mean, that's essentially well, the definition of gambling. Well, also keep in mind, you don't have to win money for it to be considered gambling. Right. Right. So, right. It has to be some kind of establishment where your, your betting is sufficient about to make the risk that you're going to get something right. back more valuable in return. Well, th- right. think of, think of, think of it this way. When you, when you buy into a raffle, you're buying into a raffle for a dollar. Sure. Right. Like the that, lottery. A, a raffle is considered gambling. Right. Right. Like again, because you're, you're purchasing, you're putting a dollar into something, hoping for a larger return on that. Sure. Dollar. Sure. That's, okay. that's the gambling portion of it. Well, right. you're, you're hoping for a rare item, whether it be a good or possibly a service or in, in video games case, it's a piece of digital content. Right. So you're still spending money for a raffle. Uh, in some cases, or a slot machine, which was a essentially what a loot box is. Yeah, I could see, I could see the slot machine chance. reference. I, but right. but at, the, at the end of it, you still don't get like. I think it's pretty obvious nobody's getting money out of their their Xbox or their PC. You know what I mean? Well, but but that's the thing is on on a lot of video games, you can you're you're getting these items and they're selling them for real money value. I mean, there are literal slot machines in Borderlands. You have to be mm-hmm. careful with the line you're walking right now. Because that would create that game. That would mean that that game was adult only, and the sales would suffer because of it. This is the kind of over, like regulation I don't like. Oh, okay, I, I, I get it, but it's it would also on, on the flip end of it, it would be what's what's worse, um, us having to, I, I us having to live with an adult only game, or companies being able to continuously take advantage of people who don't understand what's going on. Right. I think being told by government what's right is the worst scenario. Yes, but there is the the situation is, is that it's not. I don't think the government should have to even get involved in this. I think I agree. I agree. I think this is something the market could solve. Yeah, the gaming market needs to kind of take a little bit of responsibility in this. And while and also going back to that thing when you're talking about like we're not getting money out of this, but we're in a world where something of a, of like an exotic rarity has a value within that world or a unique item is considered to be rare or exotic, whether it be a weapon or whether it be a skin or something like that. And it has a value within this world. And some of these games are immersive in a sense that you live in this world 
And so while it's not a monetary, I can then go take that and go to down to the store and buy something with it. But instead, in this world, I'm now considered to be richer. And that's what I think these kids are, are, and even adults are getting into is the fact that, you know, that skin that makes me look cooler, that makes me look different, you know, has a value to it. So these loot boxes give you that. That's what I'm talking about. Like, who gets the right to say that there is no value in that? But but the, hold on. So so but let's not let's not ignore the fact that there are a metric ton of games out there that you can sell those items. So those items that you win, you can turn around and sell them for a monetary value. Have you ever have you ever bought a console and turned around and sold it? No. No, I've always had mine until they like melt down or blow up. So let's let's use <laughs> but, you, but you understand my my point there. A lot of people like to say like pre-order new consoles, turn around and sell them because they know they're going to get a better return on their investment. Yeah, but that's but that's not that's, ga- that's not gambling. There's gambling. no there's no 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 no, 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 no. that 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 is a gamble, but that is not gambling. So there's a legal definition of gambling that it, it involves a random amount of chance of you getting a specific prize or a specific outcome sure, to sure. it. So yes, I can buy a system and I'm taking a gamble that I'm going to make my money back. But that's that's not gambling. I mean, it's it, it's a gamble. It's, I know I know it's, it doesn't right, but as far as I just right. as far fucked as your I, mother and made you smell my fingers, bitch. <laughs> as far as I know, there there are no like you can purchase all those items individually anyway. Now, on so, a lot of games well. you can't though. So like there there are there are games where you can only get those items out of loot boxes. That was why Battlefront 2 well, that's that's kind of dumb. But that was why I, I, Battlefront Two had such a huge outcry because there were some things that you literally could only get out of loot boxes. Sure, you got to also kind of consider like what people are actually arguing about right now, like the super the superficiality of their video game, what they what their characters look like, and so like part of me just doesn't even care that that's a complaint, you know? Yeah, that is true. You know, it, you know, at the end of the day, it, who cares? It's a video game. Yeah, I think the vanity items are fucking insane right now. But, you know, let's take a prime example of, like, Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike is what I think really brought this to the forefront even before EA with their uh, gambling websites uh, where they would take um, skins from the Steam store. Yeah, that was different, though. They were doing, like, I I know what you're talking about, that, like, gambling ring that was going Mm on. Oh, it's still going. Actually, I just looked up uh, just a few minutes ago. There's about five, six sites you can go to and gamble for real world money in these sites. And uh, yeah, I think- which but you can gamble on sports, right? True, but it's not regulated. But these aren't regulated. You know, those those are regulated. And well, there sense. was there was one at one point in time there there was no regulation on gambling in sports as well, mm-hmm. right? That came later. So that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe we're at that point where there should be some regulation considered, right? I think regulation is a, a huge step in the right direction. But that would, that would again be the government telling us what's right and wrong. Right, right. So sometimes regulations can be good, though. Like if certain regulations have been implemented that have shown that regardless people's like detraction or, or hatred of them, it, mm-hmm. they, they've proven themselves valuable, right? Like the regulations for seatbelts, right? Sure. That's probably a decision the market would have made anyway. But... It's one that was forced on the market's hand and people were more than happy with it. Like that, that was a good result because, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of lives were saved in that process. Probably more, you know, if you consider the longevity of vehicles. So 
things like that are examples of like good regulation, but there are plenty of bad ones out there that are just yeah, terrible. yeah. But you're you're arguing that the market would have made that decision. I don't agree. So I the way, but but what we're but what we're seeing and what we have seen is that there are a lot of things that won't happen until their hand is forced. You say that the market would have made the decision for seatbelts. I think that the market would not have made that decision and companies would have continuously not made seatbelts because it would have been cheaper for them not to put those devices in a vehicle. But then that's what they would have been paying for, right? The cheaper vehicle. So, But that's my point is that they would have continued doing it until they were forced to do it. That's an economic benefit to both sides. Uh, the people purchasing the vehicle for cheaper, right? They get the benefit that it's a little bit cheaper, right? But then, yeah, the company gets the benefit of of not having to sell as many expensive vehicles, which they would have sold less of. So, yeah, no, I get the argument there. But at the same time, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about um, like the net life that was saved, right? No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're talking about the market making the decision that you're, you're, you're making the assumption that the market is going to do something correct when it is it historically has shown that until the market is forced to do it, it does not make the that's right decision. True. That's not true. That is it, totally it, true. No, that's not. It, that's it, the only time that that maybe it has been true is in the, the example I just gave the, the seatbelt argument. But look at leaded gas, right? That went out of town as soon as people got wind of the science. The medical information broke that it was very bad for people's health. So you don't see leaded gas anywhere. That's that's regulation now prevents it. But before that happened, exactly sales, regulations. Sales, no, before that happened, the sales went through the fucking floor. And so the same was true of, of vehicles without seatbelts. Even if they were legal to bring to market today, how many you think would sell? If, unless, of course, they're motorcycles, right? Because those don't have seatbelts. Uh, uh, buses, school buses frequently do not have seatbelts. But, but here's the argument, though. So th you're saying that the market would have made that decision. And I'm saying that they wouldn't have because they would have just, they, ignorance would have been the standard. No, you're, no what I'm now. saying, what I'm so, saying hold is, hold the market, on, let, me let me finish. If video games, where we are right now is we're at an ignorant state where people don't understand what is going on and the market and, and the company who does, I but, that's, but that's the thing, the big companies, these companies that are putting this into place, they know what they're doing. They know that they're making money off of this and it behooves them to keep this situation in play. So also, you're arguing yeah, yeah. that the market is going to make the choice and say, oh, no, we're going to do this right. We're going to make this happen and get this to go away. I don't think they're going to because I don't think the market understands what's really going on. I would like to add that. I agree with that because more specifically, look at you know gaming, let's say, 15 years ago. I'm going to say 15 years ago because in my eyes, I know when the vast majority of loot boxes were introduced to the Western market in, for, in terms of online gaming because that's where mm -hmm. it came from, online gaming from Korean companies importing yeah. uh, their MMOs to, to the Western audience. So um, 15 years ago, let's say pre, uh, I think, Nexon's Maple Story, for example, you know, we, we had fully fledged games that you didn't have microtransactions that would nickel and dime you for costume pieces. You had you had fully fledged games that didn't have you know loot boxes that had content in them that um, you could sit there and play through its entirety. Nowadays, the 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 companies have moved away from those fully fledged games into games that are you know less of what they have been. In the past, you know, we're getting a games as a, yeah, a la carte. You know, we're getting games as a service. They're unfinished, you know, full, you know, 
Elder Scrolls Online is it was uh, when it first released was full of ten pages of bugs, of issues. So they could, and then on top of that, they also introduced a cash shop that you could start paying for loot boxes for costume sets. So you're getting less content out of them. You know, is is this a direction that we're ignorant of, or that we don't want to accept, but the companies want to force on us? How are they forcing it on people? They're, they're forcing this this concept. Because it's either you buy this you you buy this content or you don't get the content, and it's actually getting to the point where games are now even taking game modes and putting them in exclusive deals. People are making the choice to buy it. They are making the choice, but they are also uh, forcing it's not you. Being forced let's, on them. Then let's take it into force another stance. Requires coercion. You like that's that's not how for, force doesn't work because people suggested you buy something and you bought it. That's not force. That's like saying peer pressure is force. It's not force. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the force comes into play where they give you a game and they don't give you the complete story. But to complete the story, to get the rest of the story, you have to buy said DLC or said like expansion. all the Warcraft expansion packs that have ever no, existed? No, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to a game that's a single-player game, Dead Space 3. So to get the complete story out of that game, you actually <laughs> had to buy DLC <laughs> to get to the end of you it. Didn't, and you didn't have games... to go that far. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Okay. To, to get the ending that nobody wanted because all the endings to that game suck. But yeah, I mean, sometimes games suck just as a, a result of them not knowing how to finish it, you know, given a, a specific yeah. release date or whatever. But yeah. I, I would also include that what with these shady practices going on, right? We also are, exist during a time where more games are brought to market today than ever before. At the at the rate the rate at which video games are coming out now is I mean it's dwarfs historical rate. So and that's gonna be true from now until like the future. So maybe there's some right. point or some reason that they're doing that. Maybe they have to keep this 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 profit machine turning in well, order to actually have the the kind of is that a case when they're you know all time highs in terms of uh, in terms of profits when they're multi billion dollar corporations at this point? But that's what I'm saying. Yes, they're, they're, they have a lot of profits, but that might also mean that they're using those profits to invest in other projects, right? And that might be why we have this many games coming out. That's my... I don't know, I don't know if that's true, though. I would have to see the data to see if their, their economic spending portfolio matches that idea. So you can actually look at it as the history of modern gaming. Uh, look at how uh, video game companies handle new releases and new IPs. AAA titles don't typically branch out into new IPs. That's why we have Call of Duty like 18. Sure. Black sure, Ops, sure. You know, you know, the AAA companies will leech off of the smaller independent companies to take the risk, and then they will gamble on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like music, design. man. It is, it's right. a huge risk because there's a good chance that you're going to bring out an album that flops. But so they have the ability to make that risk. They have the money versus these independent companies. Nobody, so. nobody has the money to piss it away. That's like, a, and least of all, like, what, what is it like, one hundred and sixty billion dollars in, in the whole video game industry? Like, that's their annual wealth or whatever. I think uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic pissed away plenty when it was first released. Well, yeah, you're talking about Star. <laughs> Look at the giant backing Star Wars, though. That piggy bank right. hasn't run dry for decades. Right. It's ridiculous. I I I agree with you there. I think that piggy bank should have run dry a long time ago. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of Star Wars. I like the older movies, not so big on the last six. 
but the same thing is with you know you know Activision in in Call of Duty. What was the last big title or IP that came from Activision? There Destiny. hasn't been one. There hasn't. Well, Bungie. Well, what, that was their flagship, Assassin's Creed. That's uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, yeah, that's Ubisoft. Oh, what does Activision do? What, what like, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah so Call of Duty Four just came out not too long ago. Yeah, I think they're like. I don't. I don't even know what iteration of Call of Duty they're on anymore. I think 18's too low of a number. Well, well hang on. I'll look. I'll, let me Google this. Uh, well, also hold on. So, so let's let's also take a look at it from from this point of view, and just just to play devil's advocate for a second. So, we're complaining about loot boxes and all the different cosmetics that come out now. With the invention of loot boxes and with the in, with the influx of income from that, maybe that's why we have so many cosmetic options out of games now. When we didn't, you know, with games prior, you know, taking a look at the original Mortal Kombat's, just just because we were talking about them earlier, you know, you True. you had in Mortal Kombat one through three, you had different characters, yeah, but that was their character. Like you you did have different costumes you could throw on them. You didn't have different every, anything. You know that was the character. That's what you got. And nowadays sure. you can you can really personalize your character you can really personify yourself in your character if you so want so maybe that's a positive that came out of all of this you know that that is a positive i mean to this day when i see people play mass effect and i see their their shepherd character i'm like that's a bullshit shepherd that's a fucking clone get out of here that's not shepherd right because to me my shepherd is the way i designed him and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's I, I think that's pretty cool. So maybe that has a lot to do with that the personalization of stuff. But it's still like some people see a lot. Some people see value in that. And that's mm-hmm. my point. Like if value can be generated, then you got people that are taking the time to design these costumes. Why shouldn't they be paid for their efforts? And, and I'm okay. I'm okay with them being paid for. The thing that I'm not not okay with is predatory predatory practices that loot boxes come along with. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can if you if you're making if you're making in-game purchase uh, purchases look like part of the game, like fuck you, that's that's shitty. And because, like I said before, there there are kids out there that certainly probably don't understand that pushing X and Y is gonna like make mommy and daddy really mad, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I completely agree there. I think that's bullshit, and there needs to be something uh, put in place to to help prevent that for sure. And that's that's really where I'm like I'm frustrated with because I like okay so when my when I was growing up my parents didn't really have to care so much what Same game way. I was playing you know if I was playing Jurassic Park they didn't really care what I was playing they didn't care that I was playing Jurassic Park if I was playing Mortal Kombat they didn't care so much because it was a video game and video games at the time had a very distinct stigma on them of it was just something you played to waste time and to blow off steam and that was it video games nowadays have turned into such a machine it's just i have to worry about when i purchase a game for my daughter and i like i do more research into the games my i'm getting for my kid than the games i get for myself sure and that's the part that scares me is that i'm i feel like fairly aware as a parent of a of a, of a child who plays video games i feel fairly aware there and this is the lengths I have to go to. And I feel like I'm not doing enough at times. So I look at some of these other things of like, and, and I meet them all the time. And, and, and I'm sure if everybody's listening, everybody's sitting here on the show, you've met them too, where they're people who are just downright oblivious to what the fuck is going on around them. 
So they're certainly I, not going to understand what the hell is happening with that video game that they're purchasing for their child. Or they might be very well aware of it and okay with it. There, I'm sure there are parents of that sort out there as well. Uh, I'm oh, sure that course. there are, but I think there are more. I think there are more on the flip side of that than there are on the positive side of that. I would well, say, yeah, I'd probably, you'd probably be easier. Uh, it would be an easier task to find those sort, I, I would imagine. But that's the thing that frustrates me is that your your target like th- this is if you take a look at the practice itself this is a target you're targeting you're targeting the low hanging fruit you're targeting those people who don't know what's going on or they're just throwing their kid oh my kid wants this this is what they want to spend their allowance on and they're right. not they're not thinking they're not thinking ahead on that they're just letting it happen and, well, and they should be teaching better financial practices right that's right there is that they should be but they're they're, you know, they're, they're doing the, the, they're doing the, you know, my, they're doing my parents. Hey, it's your money. You do what you want with it, whatever. But now with so many people and, and with companies, with these big companies that are, that are targeting them like this, that's the thing that bugs me is that like, I have to protect my child from this and, and I know better, but there are so many people that don't know better. And that's where I think. You know, that's where I'm on the fence of maybe something should happen. Maybe some sort of regulation should be happening here to stop that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think that um, I would agree to, to hearing ideas out as far as like what laws could be implemented to prevent the, um, the inadvertent purchasing. Like, the, I, like I said, like the, if they're designing it to be like part of the game or whatever, like that's I, fucked up. You know, if, if, if loot boxes were earned in game outside of, you know, having to pay for them... Yeah, like you get yeah. a loot chest it's fine it's, it's a game mechanic that's existed you know since the beginning of time when it comes to rpgs you know you open up a chest well, it's, it's yeah. a random table, right? uh, well but halo you... the master chief collection or no halo 5 did that i'm sorry right and that was fucking awesome i love right. the items in that game right. yeah you, know, you, you have a chance to unlock everything but yeah. i think when you start adding the monetary value to those loot boxes is exclusive rewards you can earn is where it, it should be drawing the line, which is where I think this bill is coming into play. And as someone who grew up, I, I played, I was first introduced to these games back when I was like 12 and playing from, you know, G Potato and Nexon. I was introduced to it. And I can say I definitely have this addiction to the loot boxes. Wait, hold on a second, guys. I think Blue Shark had something he wanted to say. Mm hmm. Well, I, I think we're we're going kind of in the right direction here with what we're thinking. Um, yeah. But uh, what kind of needs to be done is something similar to what people see. You know, when people see, like, when you were going back to the gasoline issue, they saw the issues with leaded gas from the studies. I think we need to have consumers be the driving force behind this change. I don't think it, I don't think politicians. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. You know, like if we get enough gamers that, uh, that see this as a, as a problem, then the companies who make these games will go, Oh shit, our customers want this. So I guess we should do something. Yeah. I've purchased expansions to games. I think that's fine. Yeah, expansions are fine, and, they're, and they're you get fun. what you want out of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what you're getting. These well, sometimes, sometimes the expansion sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, shit. But but, but expansion is whatever. completely different than a loot box. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, it's not. It's not like oh, you could yeah. get the ending. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I've ever purchased a loot box. 
Okay. So uh, I, like to me, it's not a problem. Cause like every time I see one, I'm just, eh, I'm not enticed. Well, think of it this way. Like, um, let's say you, you really desire to have a specific lighter. Let's go with that. For example, and Cecil, Cecil's got a box for you. You could buy this box. It's, it's this random box of shit from Cecil. It could have a lighter in there. Well, if it could have a lighter in there, then I'm just going to go somewhere to get a lighter. That's pretty easy. <laughs> well, I, I don't really know you well enough to say what would really drive it for you. So what would really, what would something you really desire be that fits in a cardboard box? It's okay, Lucy. Mount postage. That fits in a cardboard box. That's <laughs> like mailable post. A uh, flashlight. A head. A human head. Right. <laughs> flashlight. I call flashlight. Like, okay. it, if you do it diagonally, could it be like the whole forearm or? Oh, God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, so like it's this one. Anal bum covers. <laughs> That's what these loot boxes are. Is like you, you you don't have the option to go to the store. You really don't. Like you can't get that from the store. Some In some cases. And these are the ones that are really bad games. Like you want that hat for your character or you want that gun or that skin or whatever that character. We're not going to give that to you in any other way unless you buy these loot boxes. Right. Yeah, that, that's kind of shady. You can't go into the store and go, oh, I want the hat, buy the hat. No, you have to buy a loot box and get a chance. That's what that's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's kind of shady. All the um, like all the loot boxes you get in Apex, right? Because you can get you get them like for free. They give you one like every level or so or whatever the fuck it is. I would um, have to say though, after one hundred, that stops. You don't oh, get yeah. any level yeah, that's, boxes. That's true. They just well, they appear at like random intervals, and it's like no. few and far between. I, I am like I'm almost level three hundred. You don't get loot boxes past one hundred. I'm past a hundred. Sometimes I get them. Like it'll be at the end of like after you level up like ten rounds though. It'll be I'm like, like here's a fucking loot box for I, some reason. I don't get loot boxes in the PC version. I think it's going to stop eventually. I think I'm at that that threshold where it's going to stop. Um, It seems to be getting like exponentially. Like the next time I'll get one is like ten thousand years or some shit. That's interesting because I I haven't had a loot box in ages. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like just because I don't get loot boxes in that game now doesn't mean I at all want to go buy the loot boxes for that game. Even though no, the game no. was free, I would consider doing it just to give them a little money for the game because it was free, you know? Right. But what happens when they release a new character and you're like, oh man, that character? Dude, I got so many of those fucking points just stacked up. Like, if they drop a new character, I'm going to be able to get it. Now, uh, just think, uh, think of to dilute the water away from that fucking gas toting motherfucker. Is the cash off? In the system designed differently because I have 200,000 points on the PC version and I can't buy whatever I feel like. Well, it's not whatever I feel like, but the characters I think are generally 12,000. Yeah, so you can get the base character and if you yeah. want the additional stuff, then, then you pay for you get to pay for the box. Okay. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a shit like about the, the superficiality of the character. Like, right. game. I don't care what I look like. Why would I care what? what my character look, you know what I mean? I really don't well, give a shit. Um, then that comes down to another thing is like more specifically is that uh, loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions are, are yeah. what they're trying to aim at. Um, yeah. So in this case, that might be an exception to the rule. That might be uh, because if, if it's like a game breaking mechanic, right. That you mm-hmm. can't get past a certain point, 
in some games I'm okay with that because it's they're pretty apparent about it on your way right. going into the game. Like, hey, this game gets really hard. You know, it, it, you can't really get past certain points without or yeah, without having enough whatever stored up. But the only way to get that stuff is by playing the levels, and there aren't enough levels to play before it gets too difficult. You know, right? And then you so you don't have the experience to be able to get past this point without buying it. You know, like. You can see that coming, and generally when that happens in a game, I delete the game. I'm like, okay, fuck you. You're like, you're an app that I don't want. Then goodbye. Sure, and and I I know exactly where you're going. Those are all those mobile games, almost every single one of them. Yeah, like the mobile games are real bad about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I love playing like um, what is it the the zombie game, the zombie Walking Dead. No. Uh, Plants versus zombies. Oh, Uh, okay. That real stupid one. Like, I don't know why I love that game, but it's just kind of like mind-numbingly fun. It is. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but I I like it. So, I think uh, you should tower defense games. You should play some more tower defense games. Some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love tower defense games too. That they're fucking cool. I don't know why, but I. I (laughs) Well, hold on a second. Zyber has something he wanted to say. He's been waiting patiently. What'd you got, Zyber? Well, my thing was all the way fucking back when we were talking about like uh, the parent end, and it's it's that you know, as a parent, you should be more aware of like these accounts and not allow your car to be linked to their fucking system. That oh. just breeds fucking corruption right there. I agree yeah. completely. I, mean, I agree completely. But I think if you that I think the issue is coming from the fact that you have to, to to in order to get like the Xbox Live account, right? There has to be like an active card on file. So like I get that point where it's like kids then will will play a game and then they'll they'll just buy stuff because they have direct access. Uh I think on Xbox you can actually set the, there's parental like a kid right right there's like parental controls that prevent that kind of stuff but i could certainly understand some of the other markets out there not having that you know not everything yeah. is directly overseen by microsoft but but the thing is you can set that shit up with a fucking prepaid card where they only have a certain amount of limit if you're also smart true. enough you do that also kind of true. shit also that's true. kind of where i end up uh growing up is my workaround is and, and this is much easier nowadays I could just buy a prepaid card at the GameStop and then go pay for whatever I wanted in, you know, Maple Story or uh, any other game I wanted to play. Yeah. And then I could have my, you know, I could have my fun at the loot boxes. But you're giving a lot of credit to parents saying that they are going to go to that length, or that they are going to understand that length. Well, they'll yeah. understand it, but it's, I think it has to do with convenience, right? It's not very convenient to do that. Or to have to do that. You know? Yeah, but but again, I think you're giving them way too much credit. You're, so we're we're all incredibly intelligent people. We've all got our heads screwed on pretty straight. I mean, article you've smoked so much, I think yours is screwed on the opposite direction. <laughs> but we've got we've got our heads screwed on pretty well. I have a point. <laughs> but but my point is is that I've people I've people hate met, me because I believe in people, man. But but and 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 <laughs> I don't knock you for that. But you've you've got to respect the, the fact that there are. Out of all the people in this world, yeah, there are a lot of stupid people. <laughs> They're yeah, just—I I mean, a dumbass farmer from Vermont once helped fix a NASA issue. I'm not even talking so. about—I'm not even talking about something like that. Like that—that that is something completely different. I'm talking about people like, dude. I have met doctors 
people who will carve <laughs> you open and pull shit out of you. Yeah. And they don't understand the concept of turning a machine, not a computer, a yeah. machine on and off. They physically yeah, do not understand this concept. I mean, their specialty, I mean, their specialty is entirely different. It's, I mean, technically their specialty is to make sure the thing never turns off. Well, no, 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 no. The, 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 there are doctors who can't do the simplest things of like opening a can, like, like that kind of level of stupidity. Like, That's my point is that it, you know, you, you have people all across the board and our expectation right now is that, oh, well, they can do X, they can do Y, they can do Z, and they'll right. safely do this. But we're assuming that they have the capacity to do that. And there's a lot of people, and, and I just use the doctor example just, just as a, an extreme. There are a lot of people out there who don't have that capacity. They don't understand the concept. Right. Well, they just don't feel, feel like learning it. Or seeing a different way of thinking is bizarre. And therefore, it it strikes a person as as unintelligible. But yeah, some I mean, people, some people that think differently, are better adapted for certain tasks. Like why? Like a lot of scientists have bizarre personalities. But you're straw man argumenting right now. You're 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 taking me in a different direction. What I'm point, what I'm trying to point out is that they can be super intelligent, like you're talking about scientists and all this stuff. But they right, can they don't they don't get the concept, and that's where these type of regulations where where these people really need to be protected from themselves almost. And it, it's, I hate to say that because that's where you really start opening the can of worms of, well, what can the government do? If they're going to do that, then they can do this. And we got Nazi Germany. Right. It's, that's a, could be, it is a slippery slope argument again, but that is the worry, right? Is that you're, you're setting up a standard that it's like government knows better than you. And that's a weird kind of idea to hold. It, like it's not it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be left up. Like that's why we have juries. You know, it, it, it's never usually just the judge that that decides on things. But even juries are valuable. But that's the thing is, it's not just the judge. It's it's a it's a group of people that we've elected to speak for us. That's that's the concept that we're that we're putting here. We're 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 not just saying that it's it's one person saying, oh, this is true. This is not. This is this is this is a bill that's being put forward and then voted on between all of us. No, but that's in a de- is that really the way a democracy should work? Do you think that that whoever has the most say therefore gets to control those who has have the least? Like that's not the way to, that's not the way America's designs. That's not the way that America was intended to be. No, to be no, ordered. it was it was intended so that there would be. Well, I mean, if you go if you want to go that far back, America was intended to be that a whole a small group of people would speak for everybody because that's that's those larger group of people. We're not intelligent enough to speak for themselves. Pointing out how they fucked up, right, doesn't mean that the intentions weren't good from the start. No, no, I'm not saying the intentions were bad, but that's that's the world we live in is we elect people to make these decisions and we write in to these people so that we influence them to hopefully be on our side. And they and, and the way it's supposed to work is that they listen to us and then give our best intentions forward. But how can they listen right. to us if we also have to sit and think that oh my goodness i have to do better for them because they don't know how to do good by themselves what you're you're arguing to elect people that know better how your life should go than you do no 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 i i'm arguing that we have a responsibility to ourselves to ourselves and to everybody else to voice these type of concerns and and for us the people who know what the hell's going on to push this forward 
Sure. I mean, we do voice these concerns, of course. But that's uh, the point is that we're, we're trying, like what, what we're arguing is that we're, 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 you're, you're arguing that the market is going to take over and, and do the right thing. Well, when, I, I, it's going to do a thing. I didn't say it was going to do the right thing. Uh, I think they've okay. already shown what their, their intention is to begin with. So I don't think their intention is to go away from this anytime soon. No, I don't think they're, they, I don't think that's the intention either. And that's, and that's, that's the problem. Is that that we're we're not going to look at how much money uh, Battlefield lost? Did you? But that was like, because the EA came out and said some. The CEO said some pretty negative things towards their audience. Uh, well, no, it was also in 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 backlash to the release of Star Wars. The the oh yeah, whatever that that game was. I can't remember what it was. Named. Beautiful Battlefront. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Battlefront. That game, when I first played that game, I was blown away at how good it looked. I was like, oh, oh yeah, shit. it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm upset that that game didn't do better because that game, yeah, same. Even the first Battlefront it was really, up, really great. Yeah, it Very felt pretty. like you were fucking playing in Star Wars. It just yeah. lacked any soul, really. Yeah, uh, you just didn't see Chewbacca running around. Well, I, yeah. I had Yoda sitting next to me on the couch. You said what? Yoda was sitting next to me on the couch when I started that game. Or am I the only one that sees the little green man in the room right now? Uh, You're the only one in your room right now. Something (laughs) something tells me that you need to share whatever it is that you've been taking with the rest of us. Because Tom is not doing it for me. Denver just just voted to decriminalize uh, magic mushrooms. I saw that. Wow. What will they think of next? We're fucking dumb. (laughs) See how... If that's my point, is we're, exactly we're you, you admitted to it. You admitted like, to you, it. <laughs> no, no, no. no, see, that this would perhaps be the case where government oversight is better, right? Because drugs have actually negative consequences. But I don't, I don't see what the negative consequences. So does gambling. What, what are the negative consequences aside from people losing money that they didn't mean to spend, which happens, like, quite frankly, all over the market? It's still an addiction, regardless of how you look at it. It's still an addiction. Enabling an addictive personality. Yeah, yeah. But you could say that about people that had that craze to buy Beanie Babies. You know That's, what I'm saying? And yeah. the collector's market. I mean, it's uh, it's like it's like the argument that I'm well, addicted is, to masturbation. A, is digital well, content equivalent then, or is it not? Because it's. I mean, it's no, created. it's created. No. Yes, but I no, mean, you can look at it. Game shuts down. You right. That's what I'm it. saying. But you could still potentially have it on a hard drive somewhere. Not if yeah. it's an online game, especially with the current market and the way it's going. Games as a service is specifically set up so that um, once the game, well, they they provide you a service. I do agree that it does feel like you're having less and less ownership over the things that you buy. Right. So software, you own software. If you buy... Um, Negative. You do not own software. You own a license. Yeah, because technically, if you owned it, you would you'd be you'd be given the the blueprints. You know, you you could freely look at the coding and the you know what I mean. But you'd have and, to... and then reverse engineer it, and then right. that comes down to where a plagiarism becomes a a thing as well, well. Yeah, it's also what China's great at doing. <laughs> they are really good at doing it. Yeah, they're pretty flawless. I I think that while while I think regulation and a a, a build needs to be put in place. We're also talking about sending it to the same people who are ignorant to this information and they're going to be lobbied by this oh, company. Yeah, that's true. With. That's that's <laughs> another reason why I'm kind of sketchy about letting government control the internet because it's like, do they know? Like 
Yeah, you got I all like old people it. who like they try. Yeah, they they could sit there and be like, "Oh no, my computer broke," because I'm right. trying to turn it on all day and it's been unplugged the whole time or whatever, you know. So I don't know. So, like, I mean, <laughs> that's a scary. Yeah, thought, but I but I I've met young young people who do that too. Well, that's what was probably the best part of the whole like Clinton email scandal, right? Was watching Congress mm-hmm. try to talk about how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just fucking, it's just a fucking train wreck, man. It's just absolute train wreck. He's just face palming the entire time. Oh god, it's so bad. It's so funny though. So fucking funny. Alrighty, well, since we've we've dove way off the political scale here, try not to get political show right. desperately. But uh we dove way off the political No, nah, I think it was mild. It was mild than that. But uh we've got some questions. We actually have some questions that uh that we gotta go through and ask. So in this, in this, the the essence of time here, we're just going to crack down and go through, line up each person, and put them in front of the firing squad. So our first question is from Icy. Icy asks, "If you could Thanos snap anything out of existence, what would you choose and why?" So let's go down that line there, Blue Shark. What would you Thanos snap and why? Stupid people. <laughs> so we're all dead. Plot okay. twist. We all disappear. <laughs> okay, so really, really stupid people who are just they they do all the dumb shit that you shouldn't do and they think they're the smartest people in the world for it. Like they're really just oblivious to it. I think history shows that more wars have been fought by smarter people. Well, it's because it's game of chess at this point. Someone like Hasbro invented this game called Risk. <laughs> All righty. What do you potassium side? What would you Thanos snap out? What would I Thanos snap? Mm-mm-mm. Can I snap into existence? Or do I have to snap out? I think the Thanos. question was snap out. So, yeah, it was snap anything out of existence. Starvation. Overpopulation. <laughs> I would. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, you, I, Thanos, you, you, you would kill half of the people. I, I think that. No, no the Thanos route isn't always the most correct route you could make other worlds you could add to the universe rather than take away from you could add additional planets that people could populate and live on so you would thanos snap you would just basically make a temporary fix to a, a more permanent problem mm-hmm. all right all right i dig it what about you article what would you thanos snap out of existence uh would thanos snap godzilla being an imagination out of existence too big for its britches so then he becomes a reality nice i like that there i like how you just kind of played around the rules right there i would snap him out of imagination of existence (laughs) that shit would be terrifying but good god i think my like so my little child heart would be like so so happy to see <laughs> you'd run up and be like, "Will you sign this?" As he stomps you into oblivion. So, yeah. so the reality of Pacific Rim yeah. would become would become a thing. No, because Godzilla would just fucking destroy shit. <laughs> he wouldn't allow for other ones to exist. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> That's what's good about Godzilla. <laughs> no Kaji, they all die. Mm-mm-mm. What about you, Cyberblood? What would you Thanos snap out? Ah, uh, what would I snap out? Um. I would snap out of existence anyone that has served time in jail. Oh, ouch. Yeah, that, that, is, that is painful. All right. Like any time? What if you were... Any time. Any, anyone that has been taken in, held for a day, 
20 minutes. So I got to be a devil advocate about that. Damn. You know, there have been yeah. many people who've been released because they were falsely accused after they're looking at the Ooh. records and evidence. Fuck them. Eh, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Oh. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. So, so exactly. It's that, it's that the lesser evil of the two. Okay. I've made mistakes. I own up to them. Other people need to own up to them. Yeah, but so man, that would, that would get, get that would get rid of all the yeah, but that would get rid of like all the bad criminals and all those little thugs that never got arrested would still be out on the street. And he specifically said jails. That also include prisons. Well, yeah, I think I that think does. so. Yeah. yeah, any kind of detainment. Okay. Oh shit! Like if you were at a mall and you were detained in a back room till police showed up. What if I'm detained in line? Like at the DMV. Does that count? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. It's We're a public uh, municipality. Well, hold on. I have never been detained. So I'm Zy- Blood is going to be the last person on Earth, and he's going to be sitting there looking around like that one dude from the Twilight Zone where he's like, I can read every book in existence now, and then he sat on his glasses. That's all right. I can still masturbate. Exactly. Well, what I would Thanos snap out of existence is a very, very simplistic thing, but I think it would have the most meaningful impact on this world. I would Thanos snap out every warning label ever made in existence. Just oh, boom, all warning labels. So down. you're basically doing what I did. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not, I'm not doing what you did. I'm not. I'm not snapping out those people. I'm letting natural course Selection. work its way out. Natural selection, yeah. yeah. I like if your you natural selection for for the video game market. Is that that can't be allowed though? <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you can't understand the concept that you just ordered a boiling hot cup of coffee and it's going to burn if you accidentally spill it on yourself, <laughs> that that concept you can't that, grasp. Look at the mm. no. Look at the actual the actual details of that case, and I yeah. I bet you will change your mind. Oh no! Yeah, I've seen, I've, I've seen, seen I've seen a bunch of those cases. I, I I know which one you're talking about. I've seen a bunch of those cases, though. It was like sixty forty. It was sixty percent McDonald's fault, but also partially the woman's fault as well. In the end, yeah. well, yeah, the coffee was, was in way the, too lean. hot, right? Way too hot. But she yeah, was but a false explain herself. Completely in McDonald's fault. McDonald's right. had some negligence in there. But okay, so here here's a warning label on a set of Korean knives. It says "Keep out of children." Translated Keep to American. Out of children. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want to point out that let's take that warning off of there and see how many of these children actually get knives in them oh, because thought, of this. I thought this is where to store them. I didn't get it. And all of Maybe a sudden, you've got that guy in your kitchen. You know that red guy that holds all the knives. It just oh, happens wow. to be little Timmy. You know, just with a whole bunch of knives stabbed through him. Well, I thought that was normal. Moving on from the dark thoughts. Next question. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Um, actually, this one's from you, Blue. You want to ask this question? Uh, yeah, Cecil, when are we going to finish this Star Wars D&D thing that we did like over like probably 100 episodes ago? You know what? I think, honestly, um, we would probably just have to redo it. We would just have to start from scratch and try to redo it. Damn but it, we so could... you're telling me there's a chance that I might die? Again, yeah. No, you're probably going to die. Like, everybody's going to die. If you're starting from that... scratch, does that mean I can join in? Uh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I think we, I think we could possibly put it off. I think I think what we'd have to do is we'd have to we'd have to we would have to make sure that whomever wanted to play could dedicate you know the eight or so hours of their life to actually completing the camp you know to completing the adventure. Yeah, um, because, yeah. when like a week to do it. Well, that would be something we would definitely have to plan out. But that I think that's what we had to do. What we'd have to do is because we had some people who were a bit flaky on the last one. Hi. That, 
<laughs> that couldn't really commit to it. So, sure. you know, we, I'm I think, I think a, really, I'm coming up on like a bit of a break between uh, now and my next classes. So, well, I don't know. I don't know that we'd be able to pull it off because we're, I'm, I'm doing another campaign here locally. Right. So that's, that's all I'm saying. I was like, if it could be soon, that'd, that'd be cool. But if not, that's cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I still got all the assets for it. I still got all the resources for it. We would just have to find a better avenue too, because people that kept writing dicks on the whiteboard really, really got frustrating after a while. <laughs> like, couldn't you do it with like roll 20? Well, the problem with roll yeah. 20 is that you have to like all the assets you have to build in roll 20 and it becomes a huge, huge pain okay. in the ass because you end up like, I spent probably a hundred hours designing this adventure. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have had to spend 20 or, or two times at developing all of those assets into roll 20. Correct. Fair enough. Um, now, if I was better with roll 20, I probably could do it in like two hours, but I'm not. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I'm paper and pen. Get good kid. I know. <laughs> I know. I gotta get good, but I think we could, uh, I think we could plan that out. And uh, if we actually had some interest in some people who'd, uh, who'd be willing to, you know, dedicate, you know, a, a few weeks into playing that. I think we could uh, possibly pull that off. Um, I'm actually super. So, so just on the D and D thing, I'm actually really super excited because tomorrow I'm getting up a D and D campaign, and I'm going to try to record it and see if I can actually make something out of it and, and publish it. But uh, I'm actually going to get back into DMing after so long. I think the last one I DMed was that Star Wars game. But I'm really going to get back to DMing, and we're going to do a, uh, a bi-monthly, you know, twice a twice a month sit down and and adventure campaign and ne- tomorrow we're actually doing just kind of a, a pre-session zero it's mm-hmm. actually going to be a memoryless can- uh, adventure where everybody's going to get a blank character sheet and they're just going to have to work out who they are and what they are and what they can do and then complete the adventure you know it should be just a quick one-off one night adventure uh It'll be interesting, and then the, then the game after that. And really, this one is just to get everybody's feet wet. See if you know a they like me as a DM, b if they like each other as characters to play, um, and then we'll see who shows up for session zero. Because I, I, the first session is always like like you saw with Star Wars, get everybody together for the first time, really really easy. Getting them together for that second time, real pain in the dick. Hmm. So we're gonna see who I'll shows give up you for a that. Pain s- in the dick. Yeah, you Sorry. So we'll see who shows up for that second one, and if that second one works out, then that those will be the people that stick around for the actual campaign. Which, ironically, I don't know if any of them are actually listening to the show, but the campaigns that I have planned out actually not only span from D and D five E, but the storyline is going to transverse over into a Vampire the Masquerade and World of Darkness campaign as well. It's really going to be interesting where we go with it. Well, I'd be uh, interested to, to join campaigns. So if you got a spot open, I could be down for that. Well, it's all going to happen here. So, I mean, you have to travel down here. We're not doing it online at all. It's all going to be, uh, it's all going to be in person. Fortunately, you... I'm already down south. <laughs> oh, are you back down here? Yeah, I'm in uh, Chesterfield at the moment. Dude, you've been down. Fucking A. How long have you been down here? About two, two and a half weeks. Almost three weeks now. Dude, and you've been down here, and you have not reached out to me so we can go get a beer. I am severely no. disappointed right now. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I have tried joining the Discord. <laughs> I, I am so disappointed, and I'm going to find you now, and I'm going to beat you into beer submission. Well, now I'm going to vanish out of existence again. <laughs> I'm going to snap my fingers. <laughs> He's going to Thanos snap himself out of existence. <laughs> 
Uh, but that that's the answer. Way. That's the answer to your question, Blue. I don't think we need to go through anybody else because uh, I think that's where you're aiming for. But we can definitely get that yep. going again. And uh, I would be excited because we never did finish that. And I had a bit of an interesting hook towards the uh, towards the end of that that was going to turn out. I think you already saw kind of what was going on with it towards the uh, towards the middle there. Um, yeah. Actually, Zyberblood called it like fucking right away. Yeah, yeah. Only because of a certain uh, couple of roles and the messages I got because of those roles. Yeah. So, so we may have to. I may have to alter it just slightly so you don't quite know what's going on. Maybe keep the same enemies, or maybe add a couple more, like maybe some three dotted enemies. Who knows? All right. Next question. Uh, without pirates, Wild West outlaws and depression era gangsters are romanticized with modern criminal tropes that are currently feared today do you think we will be next to join them in a hundred years wait for what what <laughs> yeah that's what i said okay with how pirates wild west outlaws and depression era gangsters are romanticized with modern criminal tropes okay with modern criminal tropes that are currently feared today Sure. So you're Dude. wondering what our tropes will be in 100 years? Oh, yeah, Is maybe. Question. I guess. No. Yeah. Do you think we will be next to join them in 100 or 100 200 years? I don't think so. Like nerds will be next? Maybe. There <laughs> could be nerds some super are... nerds out there that are into some like mischievous shit. You mean like cyber criminals type of thing? Like yeah, people who are the, like super hackers? Like yeah, they'd, they'd be the best at it, right? Like we're talking Neo sense. level or what? Yeah, well, we've already game. done that, though. Um, if you you think about yeah. video games, uh, what's that one called that Ubisoft came off with where you were a hacker? Uh, uh, Watchdog. Uh, uh, yeah, we've uh, already romanticized that. Hmm? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, hacking has been romanticized for a long time. So Ever since, it, I don't know, the fucking 80s, whenever computers even really became a thing. Operation Swordfish. Angelina Jolie banned hackers. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I honestly think these spam callers are going to be romanticized in about a hundred years. <laughs> no, oh Z- you know what? I would. I I want to take it back. I'm going to Thanos snap all those motherfuckers out of existence. <laughs> oh no! This is go for telemarketers in general. Oh. Yeah, just snap, done, gone. I, I revert back. Movie of those. All right. Next question. Uh, would you date a rich ninety-year-old woman who you yes. knew is definitely going to live for another five years? She'll leave you everything. Uh, she'll leave everything to you in her will, as long as you never cheat on her. And she'll always know uh, you must have sex with her regularly, and you have to publicly introduce her to all of your friends, friends and family, as your girlfriend. So I have to be a gold as figure. far how yeah. rich she is. Right off the bat, yes, and I would butter the toast. She is worth fifty million, and that's how much you will inherit. Dude, this is a no-brainer. I yeah. would, I would do, yeah, I would do less than that. Like, I, I would do <laughs> more do than more. that for less than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, shit, yeah, I, I, I need M and M's out of a stripper's asshole for twenty bucks. That's a little dream. Hey, dude, your brother licked a pole, man. Don't, don't, don't nope. judge me. I, what, what makes you think I don't judge him? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Blue Shark, did you say no? You would not do that. Uh, that's right. Fair enough. You don't be labeled as a as a gold digger. Exactly. I have Fuck, uh, it doesn't matter if you have fifty grand. Yeah, Fuck man. them. It's not fifty grand. It's fifty, grand. It's 50, 50 mil. 
I think it's hey, important to, I'm to... thinking small. I, I got on the roll of... Uh... We know what Zyber's price is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, we, we got a, like a Shelby Mustang for him. I'm looking at my debt uh, right now and the fact that I need a new camera. And that would do me good right now. Yeah, but imagine how many cameras you could buy with $50 million. Dude, I could buy like a couple uh, 1DXs. Hold on. IC did not specify 50 million what? It could be 50 million pesos. Ooh, 50 million yen? Mm. Yeah, so he didn't specify there. So It could be uh, 50 million um, uh, freaking Nigerian dollars. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not... I'm still going to do it. I don't care what the hell it is. Could be like 50 million Dogecoins. Mm. Could be like 50 million like clamshells. I don't care. I'm still doing it. Hey, in Flintstones area, you're good. Let's point out here. I'm going to get sex regularly. So, I mean, there's that positive too. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, yeah it's going to be kind of like peeling apart a grilled cheese sandwich at times, but that's what they make loop for. Fair I mean, enough. You're talking about the, the last five years of this woman's existence. Make her happy. Pretty yeah. much. What? Gonna, so like, you're going to be banging the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so I just got to take the diaper off to get to get going? What? Okay, that's saying, fine. It's going to be rough, man. Okay, look, they make Quaaludes. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Okay, next. Jesus Grace. Moving yeah, on. I might, have, I might have to edit that one out. Uh, next <laughs> question. <laughs> would you man i gotta stop drinking so much on this show um would you rather be naked at work or a family reunion and why so let's go down the line on this let's reverse that up zyber would you rather be naked at work or at a family reunion and why uh fuck um i need my job so family reunion <laughs> everybody has that one cousin all right all right Okay. No, no. So is there repercussions if I'm naked at work, or is like? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming so. Uh, what are you, article? What's your uh, What's your flavor? I would have to. I would agree with Zyber. Honestly, that, that that sounds that sounds reasonable to me. I think a family would be far more forgiving than than your coworkers. Yeah. Right, because like at say a family reunion, there's always that one like family member. At least in my family, because we're you know. Northern New York and uh, backwoods Vermont. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, what about you, uh, potassium hydroxide? What do you say? Oh, I'm going to say uh, the, the family route. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with everyone else, though. I mean, more forgiving. I'd rather not lose my job than show up to work <laughs> naked. All right. All right. What about you, Blue Shark? Don't want to lose my job, but at the same instance. <laughs> There are little kids, and I don't know if I want to scar them for life. So it's a rock and hard place. I'm I'm gonna go. Well, which 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 one do you say? Uh, I, I want to keep my job, and <laughs> if I'm gonna get in trouble for that shit at work, then it's, then it's gonna have to be the family reunion. All right. <laughs> See, now I'm gonna go with work. And the only reason I'm going to go with work is it doesn't say how long I have to be naked. And I've taken a shower at my work before. So I'm oh. fine with that. Oh, fair enough. And he so, doesn't even say if we'd have to be around people. So fuck no, it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't specify. So I'm going to go with Close work. Close the office door. Because I've, I've taken a shower at work before when I've, uh, when I've gone for like a run outside or something. Run back inside, take a quick That's shower, right. and be done with it. So They do I'm have go a gym there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. That I mean, that is that really part of 
I guess it could be considered part of work. Some places I, are, I'm at my job. I was going to say some places are actually good enough about providing that kind of shit for their employees, which is cool. Yeah, where, where, where he works, they, they allow him to use and utilize it before or after work. And if you're a government employee during work, you have your own period of hour that you can oh, use it. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. But is it like a base gym? Like, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's like a base gym. Okay. Alrighty, so sense. last question uh, by Zyberblood. Zyberblood, do you want to just ask this one out? If you could have any one item from a game that you want, if you could have any one item from a game, what would you pick and why? Hmm. I got one. <sighs> Me too. So let's go with uh, Forza uh, 4. I want the 1964 Ferrari 250 GTO. Because I can then Ooh. sell that bitch for cool ten million. Ooh, good call. Yeah, that dude. That's like one year for the year old. All right. What about you? Uh, what are you potassium hydroxide? I'm gonna go with the deck of many things from D and D. Ooh. Because the anarchy and chaos. I like or it. Or am I die instantaneously? <laughs> little of column A, little of column B. Yeah. What about you, Arkel? Yeah, um, I'd have to go back to... I have two choices, really, but I would have to make an alteration to one. Uh, one choice is pretty obvious. I would grab Godzilla out of any of his games and put him in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to genetically engineer God just so that you can release him on Tokyo. You are going to be the end of the universe. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him choose. I'm going to let him choose, yeah. But that's a creature, not an item. It doesn't count. Um, oh, you're right. So the item I would choose then would be the Atma weapon um, from Final Fantasy III. Oh, that's yeah, a badass weapon. Yeah, but it, it the thing is, is that it increases its strength with experience, but I don't know what kind of experience that would be in, in like real world, like real life. Well, it depends on the kind of drugs you're taking. Or, <laughs> yeah, or, or how much you're using it. You know, I mean, well, I use mine a lot. Be- Thing's gonna be powered by weed and is gonna be strong as fuck. <laughs> they didn't specify if the actual things worked. Or, or or never leave the couch. One of the two. Oh man. Well, it'll. I'll use it to like heat food up that I order that you know gets cold. <laughs> Best use of the Atma weapon ever. He'll use it to light his bong. <laughs> oh man! No, I got dude. We gotta find somebody who can draw that. Just the article sitting there with the freaking Atma weapon lighting a bong with it. Oh my god, we have to find somebody. It's fucking like melting my eyebrows off (laughs) at the same time. That would be amazing. God, we quick, we gotta find somebody on Fiverr. Yeah, that's always been it's always been like my favorite sword. (laughs) What about you, Zyber? What would you pick? God. Just because it'd be really annoying, I would want uh the OP sword from Terraria, the Meow Mirror. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Oh man! In Skies of Arcadia, there's a fish you can get as a weapon that does like massive amounts of damage. Dude, this uh, weapon fires these uh, cats that have this rainbow trail. The rainbow trail does damage, and the cats do insane amount of damage. And the cats not only shoot across, but they bounce. They uh, once they hit space, they drop back down and keep on bouncing until there's nothing left of them. Hmm. 
All right. Well, the thing I would choose, and I actually got two, so it would be one or the other. Uh, so one, uh, and I guess I would have to modify it slightly, but I would get Samus's suit. I would just modify it so it fit a male instead of a female. Yeah, you take away the tits and add a cod piece. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to have a little room down there. Not a lot. I'm not, you know, I'm not packing a lot down there, so I don't need a lot of room. I just need a. So you'd be a seven foot Iron Man. Henceforth, a a thimble. I I would be a seven foot Iron Man that could tuck down into a fucking ball. You just take Iron Man's suit. (laughs) No, no, because because in Samus's suit, I can tuck down into a fucking ball and I can do that screw attack. Oh, that's true. Dude, I don't see Iron Man doing that fucking screw attack. He goes into that freaking. She goes into that spinning thing, and all of a sudden, the run, the run. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah the fucking the run, jump and shit. Like, yeah. okay, so I can't fly like Iron Man, but that's okay. I can survive. Like, you know, I don't have to worry about icing up when I get up in the atmosphere because my fucking suit is already designed to do that he, shit. He fixed yeah, you have that, to, though. You have to find he, all that shit, though. That's the thing. You, if you get, you have to. Are you going to get the, the Samus suit just in general? Because it might just give you that, and then it's like, nah. Well, he's talking about over. final form. I'm not talking about the zero suit. I'm not going to walk around in a spandex. Because <laughs> that'd be funny as fuck. You're like, oh <laughs> fuck, I gotta find this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> shit, where's the wave beam? <laughs> it's on another planet. How do I get off Earth? Christ. Oh, you might want to um, specify that they might give you the, the spin. <laughs> <laughs> him, Touché. him, just having that freaking uh, dash move. Don't play hack with him when he has that dash move. Oh yeah, I'll fucking take your head off. <laughs> uh, the other thing, if like, okay, so let's let's say the Samus suit was off the table, I would get the aluminum mallard from uh, Space Quest Three. You have to elaborate on that one. Yeah, <laughs> so the aluminum mallard was a joke on the Falcon, but the reason I like the aluminum mallard is because it was, it was, it was kind of like. It was kind of like the Winnebago from Spaceballs. <laughs> okay, but but it wasn't it wasn't as big as that. It was basically designed to be like a one person operation spacecraft that could sustain a human being for like ever, but it could also like travel through space at ungodly speeds and get all over the place. But it was super easy to fix because it was all put together by like duct tape and chewing gum and paper clips. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, just like the first thing we sent to space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that that's what I would go for. Well, I guess without 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 further ado, Blue Shark, where can people find you at, man? You can find me on GNA's Discord. You can find me on the TPC Discord. You can find me occasionally checking our email, wondering if someone's going to finally send an email to us. Yeah, like that's still good. waiting. You also find me on Twitter at Blue Shark Forty Five, and. Uh, if you want to play some video games, hit me up in Discord, and uh, I play sometimes on PC, but mostly I play on Xbox. Nice. Where can people find you at Potassium Hydroxide? You can't find me. <laughs> on the periodic table, maybe? No, he's a, no. he's not a, he's not an element. You he's a cop. Yeah. Well, you he's can find parts molecule. of him there. I snapped my fingers, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, shit, is he doing a Thanos snap? Oh, okay. No, you can find me here on the GNA Discord. Uh, and that's about it, really. Often playing uh, Black Desert or other games. Rock on. What about you, Arkel? Where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me right here at whatever the fuck my name is here. This is Article. Find me on Xbox Live, Outstanding CF2. And Instagram at I got cronies. Nice. What are you, Zyber Blood? Where can people find you at, man? 
You can find me uh, palling around on the GNA Discord, GNA Facebook, the GNA Twitter, as well as my own stuff. Uh, that's Zyber Games, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah. Anything else, just go to Twitter, look at my pinned tweet, hit me up. All right. I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Cecil versus Games. You can find me on Facebook, Mixer, Twitch, Ustream, uh, all the all the other best places. As Cecil Xavier, if you if you can't find me, then you're really not looking that hard because I am everywhere. You can also find me palling around the uh, GNA Discord, TPC's Discord, Josh of All Trades, Yeah Dude Gamers, uh, D's Microbrew Gamers Discord. Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm, I if you, again, if you can't find me, then you're not looking hard enough. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, Spotify, and iHeartRadio now. So go check us out on any one of those. If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there too. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can also join the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. Uh, we do a game show night every first Saturday of every month. Uh, we do that on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We play some Jackbox games and give away some Steam codes. So if you want some free games and you want to play some games, come on over, check it out, hang out. It's fun. You don't need anything except for uh, a web browser. You can do it from your phone or a computer or a laptop. Or I mean, if you got one of those chips in your head, you can do it from there too, I guess. But uh I mean, the chip in the head thing might be a bit weird. Anywho, uh, so uh, we also are partnered with, with blah, blah, blah. we are partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, Blue Shark, can you tell us anything about Humble Bundle? Uh, line, 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 <laughs> line, line. I haven't had a schneef in a long time. Line. Uh, so Humble Bundle is a game purchasing uh, service. It doesn't cost you anything to use it. Um, uh, you can go buy all of the games that you play on Steam and other services. Wait, I thought you said it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything for like using it. Gosh, Jesus. Um, so anyhow, But buying is using it. Moving on. Humble Bundle. You can help out gna raise money for charity by going on to humble bundle and using part question mark partner equals gna podcast at any humble bundle link that uh, you find on the internet and uh, purchase your game and you can set it so you can give all the money to the developer to the publisher to charity whatnot we suggest you slide it all the way over to charity and uh this month, GNA has raised $8 for Extra Life, right? Oh, yeah, Extra Life. That is okay. correct. Yeah, Extra Life. And also, GNA also hosts on Wednesday nights at 1730 Eastern Standard Time. That's, sorry, 1930 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, community Anime Night. Uh, we hosted <laughs> on uh, Rab dot it slash gna podcast and uh, we're or yeah rabbit but you know whatever spelling it out 
Anywho, we're currently um, go, working our way through Mob Psycho 100, and we hope that you will join us this Wednesday. Rock on, rock on, rock on. Don't forget to check out our good friends, uh, Brian and Susan Langell on Three Foot Wait, did you cover Horror Movie Night? Dead air. You didn't. Dead air. You didn't. Dead air. Dead air. You didn't, did you? Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. You didn't, did you? I thought he did. Well, yeah, or did you? Didn't didn't uh, didn't didn't Blue cover that? No, I covered Anime Night. Fuck. Horror. T three. <laughs> Anyways, go check us out on Horror Movie Night every second Saturday of the of the month, uh, hosted by Zyberblood or me, depending on sober and can work in you know the keyboard <laughs> time, um, which obviously is not me. Uh, but check us out. We start there at uh, tw- is it twenty hundred. No, that's eight o'clock. We're twenty one hundred. Yeah, it's nine sweet. o'clock we start. Yeah, it's twenty one hundred we start. Anyway, anywho, so uh, if, you, if you've already missed it, if you heard this episode, but we're doing House and House Two, I think. Is that what we're doing? Uh, that is correct. Fan freaking dazzles, dude! You've never seen House? I've never seen House. I've never heard oh of man! It. So like the first House is like a great horror flick. The second one was kind of like a comedy horror flick. Still really <laughs> great. I was actually gonna make that point. Doesn't watching horror movies just generally wind up being like comedy night <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much like um, i don't know of too many horror movies that are actually scary oh no man sinister still fucked me up i don't know if i've seen that one but yeah like i can't i can't if i ever like if i ever go to buy a house and i see a can- uh, fucking box full of canister tape reels and an eight millimeter player i seriously will burn that fucking house to the ground like I, I won't even I won't even tell them that I'm not buying it. I will just burn that house to the ground. I will just walk away. I will strut the fuck away as that house burns behind me. Like that's how that will play out. Speaking of tape reels, I watched uh, Jezebel the other day. Did not like it. Oh yeah, was not a, a good horror. You know, Cecil, it did follow people when they tried to leave. I don't care, man. It can follow me all around the world because I'm gonna be a walking man, Forrest Gump, walking and running everywhere. That's it. <laughs> They'll just follow me around the goddamn earth. Anywho, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and art. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at gnapodcast at gnaandyourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We just want Blue Shark to stop complaining that we don't get emails. Um, last but not least, check out our website at www.gna.com. Um, we have the whole podcast up there. We've got pictures. We're eventually going to do more stuff with that, but I'm still in school. I didn't get out of school, so, yeah, fuck school. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I had a ball. I've also run out of rum, so I got to go fill up. Have a great night. You as well, brother. Have a good night. Bye, everybody.